Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. This episode gives me great pleasure to introduce John Gaynor from Central Australia. He is the Director of Community Service at Central Desert Regional Council. Welcome, John. How are you? Very well, thanks, Helen. Uh, I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great. Thanks. The regional councils in Central Australia haven't been going all that long, have they? No, they haven't. So the uh, the regional councils came into existence in 2008 following a uh, Northern Territory Government local government reform. So prior to that, uh, each of the communities throughout uh, the Northern Territory um, were... Uh, self-governed um, local government councils and um, the, with the reforms came the amalgamation of um, a, a range of councils across across regions. Central Desert Regional Council amalgamated nine local government councils to form um, what was initially referred to as the Central Desert Shire and it subsequently became, became the Central Desert Regional Council. And so the role and function is like a local government body. Yeah, and, yeah, we're, we're uh, a local. Yeah, sorry, we're, we're a local government uh, organisation. We're we're a council that is is governed by the Northern Territory Local Government Act, and the Central Desert Regional Council uh, is responsible for um, rates, roads, and rubbish in nine communities north of Alice Springs. So it starts about 200 kilometres north of Alice Springs on the Stewart Highway uh, at Tea Tree. And we extend west to Laramba, Yulamu, Nurupi, Yindamu, and northwest to Lajamanu, um, and wow. to Walara. Um, and, and that's then on to the Tanami. That's on the Tan- like so. You go up to Tanami, and then you go exactly. straight south down to Yulara. Yeah, that's right. So, so you go if wow. you go um, um, out, out the Tanami Highway, um, and you you turn left at Yindamu, uh, and about 170 kilometres further on, you get to Nurupi. Um, uh, but if you if you continued up the Tanami Highway to the Granite's Gold Mine and turned right, you'd you'd go in an, another couple of hundred kilometres and you'd get to Larger Manu. So Larger Manu is actually closer to Catherine than it is Alice Springs. And then on the on the east of the highway, we have Engawala and Atitra along the Plenty. That's where the Outback Way is. The ceiling of the Plenty will extend the Outback Way. So um, we're pretty excited about that. The the entire area of our council is 283,000 square kilometres. So it's about the size of Victoria and it's, it is shaped a little bit like Victoria as well. Uh, but there's only 5,000 people, a little less than 5,000 people that live in, in the region across nine communities and, um, and um, a multitude of smaller outstations. So that's a very large area. Day out in the field, uh, it turns into a week. Exactly, exactly. I understand that the Central Desert Regional Council has undertaken the development of a master plan for the plenty and I'm just interested to know more about the genesis of that but then also what's been highlighted from that master planning process and I guess the engagement of all the locals and, and yeah. Look, one of the other things I didn't say was that because the council is operating in such remote and very remote region, we are also generally the provider of only choice of community services. So um, my directorate provides cradle to the grave services. So we we provide um, early childhood services, uh, play groups and creches and pl- and uh, childcare centres. We deliver school nutrition programs. We deliver youth services. We deliver youth development services in sport and recreation. Uh, we deliver age care services. 
employment programs. So we have quite a, a broad remit across our region. And one of the other things that, that I'm responsible for is uh, economic development in, in the region. And, yep. you know, we, we all know that there's not a hell of a lot of enterprise opportunity on community. So we're always looking for to take advantage of whatever opportunities do arise. And the reality is that the Clancy Highway region in particular and uh, and to some extent the East Macdonald region have great potential in terms of uh, tourism and that potential hasn't been realised. The sealing of the Plenty Highway as part of the Outback Way provides fantastic opportunity not just for the communities of Engawala and Atitra um, along the Plenty Highway but also some existing tourism providers who are already out there, for example, Gemtree. There's also opportunity for Bonya community a little bit further on uh, outside of our region. There's also potential opportunity for new tourism operators to be playing in that space. So as part of the economic development responsibilities of Council, we took it upon ourselves to lead this project to develop a... Uh, visitor experiences master plan to make sure that we're ahead of the game, that we were positioning ourselves, the communities out there, existing tourism operators in the right space to be able to to take advantage of the increased visitation that will naturally come from a sealed outback way, but also to give the government some confidence that we have a plan for the region and it provides confidence to government and to private investors to actually invest in the region. So the master plan will address both the types of tourism activity and the sites and the journeys and events that might be suitable in the region and will assess sort of the the current and potential demand for tourism in the region as well as existing supply and uh, will use it to sort of assist us to determine the best potential visitor experiences in the region. So, Then at least you're actually identifying what would be appropriate for the region and for the locals that live within it. So if the council's already got a, a plan in place and they can check that developments that are being proposed are in line with that plan, everyone stays on track then. And I think that's a, yeah, yeah. a great, a great uh, initiative. And look, I've got to say that while we're leading master planning process, and it was uh, it was a council initiative, it wouldn't have been able to be done without the assistance of the Northern Territory Government and Tourism Central Australia. And so um, they have been investors in the in the master planning process. We're very lucky to have TRC Tourism, who have done a lot of this type of master planning before. They are the consultants who have been on the ground consulting with local communities and existing tourism providers and consulting with governments at all levels. So it's a collaborative process. We've had um, the, the um, uh, Heritage Council at the table. Uh, we've had Parks and Wildlife at the table. We've had Central Land Council at the table, as well as representatives from traditional owners and the communities. It's been a really positive process. And I think what, we're, what we will get, and the, the plan will be... Um, delivered to government in the middle of October, I think what we will get is a, a really strong strategy 
to take advantage of the sealing of the Plenty Highway and the increased visitation through caravan and camping that that opens up. But of course, there are lots of other things. It's not just about the Plenty Highway. It is about the East Max and the East McDonald Ranges. There's some incredible natural features out there and some fantastic parks. There's the area is steeped in both uh, Aboriginal history and culture um, as well as European history. It was uh, the site of the first gold mine in Central Australia at Altsunga, and there's some amazing rock carvings at Nadala Gorge. There's some fantastic four-wheel driving experiences. The Bins Track uh, goes straight through that that region. Yes. Um, yes. So that's all all fantastic stuff. Um, and the other thing that we we have is the Alcuda site, the megafauna site at Alcuda, which is a short distance from the Engawala community. It's probably only 25 or 30 k's in from the Plenty Highway, and it's the site of a major megafauna fossil dig where they say thousands and thousands of uh, large creatures. They are megafauna. There's some giant wombats and some giant birds and and um, some pretty amazing creatures that came from that region. And there is a, there, there's actually a site where uh, these animals all seem to have died. And so not far under, under the ground level, there are these amazing bones. Some of those bones uh, are actually featured in uh, a place called Megafauna Central, which is a museum here in the middle of the CBD, um, which has just opened up. And that forms a connection with the Alcuda dig site, um, which is just off the Plenty, um, as well as the dinosaur trail in uh, up into Queensland. So uh, for those people yeah, that are into right. dinosaurs, it, it's an extra attraction. The link between Winton and then the Bullia, Winton age of dinosaurs, and then we've got Bullia have got a full Plesiosaurus, uh, which is the inland sea, and then you come to the outside of the inland sea, obviously, at some point, and uh, you've got all this megafauna. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah. So we've got this really yeah. great connection uh, right across the outback way in regards to our prehistoric uh, animals. It's a great add-on, and if we can develop that up, it will be extraordinary. Yeah, it is. And these are the things that we... The government um, has previously committed funds to, to that Alcuda dig, to develop the Alcuda dig. Since then... As I said, Megafauna Central has opened up, which is a great museum. It's interactive and there is, right now, you can go to Megafauna Central um, and if you want to buy souvenirs, you can buy souvenirs there and, and a lot of those souvenirs have been uh, made or painted by people from Angawala. So the, the people in the Angawala community, which is right on the edge of the Alcuda dig, they are benefiting already from from the tourism opportunities presented. But, of course, really what it's going to require is more money to developing the Alcuda site into something where visitors can come and experience for themselves these bones in the ground, and it is quite extraordinary. Uh, universities have been going there for years doing their archaeological dig. It's an extraordinary place, and it's really exciting when you're there. You think, wow, this is just incredible. And what that does is once you've increased the visitation to something like that sort of attraction, then you get the opportunity for people then to go further into the Aboriginal communities that they may may not have done otherwise. And 
give the opportunity for people to go to the art galleries that are in those communities or stay in the campground that's been developed in those communities or just to go to the shop and, you know, buy a cool drink. And people in the community might want to start a tour, even exactly. a walk in the bush tour. <laughs> Whatever it might be, there's a whole heap of development because now there's numbers coming through. and Such an important economic development initiative because as you've got people coming in, there is greater opportunity for people in those communities to engage in the economy. This master plan that we're working on is something that's going to have a series of, of action plans for the communities along the way. It is going to be an overall master plan for a 10-year period, so it'll give the government um, and private investment some direction for how we hope things will pan out over the next decade in that region so we can systematically develop the region and develop the, the economic opportunities along the way. That's really good. What, what's the next step then? Is it just seeking funding then? Well, the, the one thing that is absolutely fantastic for the Northern Territory tourism industry is the government's turbocharging tourism initiative is aimed at stimulating tourism development across the Territory and they committed $100 million in the first tranche. So we're seeing some incredibly exciting development uh, occurring as we speak and yep. as an example, the Western McDonald Ranges uh, along the Larapinta Trail, they're developing a, a mountain bike trail which is a high-end mountain bike trail. It's going to be a mountain bike yep. trail that families can use in, in the same way as they've developed the Three Capes Walk in Tasmania this three-day bike ride will have some really high-end cabins and camping facilities along the way so people can actually stay in these cabins and ride out through the Western Max along or, or parallel to the Larapinta Trail, which is magnificent scenery. We're seeing some development of, of some uh, tourism initiatives out at Hermansburg as a result of turbocharging tourism. And so what we're doing is positioning ourselves so that we can say to the Northern Territory Government, when next you announce um, the next tranche of money under the turbocharging action plan, that, that we will be well placed to be able to say, here we have a plan and this is where we think the Northern Territory Government should be investing money. The development of the national parks and in particular Altunga in the Eastern McDonald Ranges. There'll be some, some discussion about leveraging off the bins track for, for all that four-wheel drive tourism market and of course investing in the Alcuda dig site so that we can create that connection between Megafauna Central in Alice Springs, the Alcuda dig site and Dinosaur Trail as you referred to earlier, Helen, into Queensland. There is some cross-marketing possibilities and, and certainly the opportunity to capitalise on people with a specific interest. And, and not only are we talking about tourism there, with the Alcuda Dig site, we're talking about increased visitation from the education sector, getting universities to come in and do their archaeological work in the region and to also have schools visit to learn about the megafauna of inland Central Australia. One of the other things that we, we have recognised is that while there are some existing tourism operators in the region, most of those tourism operators are involved in pastoral tourism or are a derivative of pastoral tourism. There are some great events that happen in the region. There's yep. the uh, Black and Bling Ball um, at Gemtree. There is the Hearts Range Race Weekend. Um, there are some fantastic events, but what hasn't happened to date 
it has been the Aboriginal engagement in the tourism industry. And what we know is that because uh, there hasn't been fantastic economic opportunity in communities, as a general rule of thumb, communities are very much in their infancy when it comes to running their own businesses. We'll be looking to government to invest a lot of resource in building the capacity of Aboriginal communities and Aboriginal families and Aboriginal individuals to be able to run their own businesses within the tourism industry because we recognise that it's a 365-day-a-year industry that people are going to be wanting to book their tourism experiences from a long way out and when they get to the region, they will expect to be able to, to have those experiences. We want to make sure that we can deliver on our promises as well. Thank you so much for your time today. It's my pleasure, It's a really Helen. great development. Sorry? Yeah, we think so. It's pretty exciting. We hope yep. uh, the, uh, the master plan is as influential as other master plans have been in securing money through turbocharging. It's not just about the Northern Territory Government, of course. It's about the Commonwealth Government, and we um, are really pleased that the, uh, the Commonwealth and the Northern Territory and Western Australian and Queensland Governments continue to invest in the Outback Way. Yeah, Absolutely. And our Highway Development Council will support any applications you have going forward. Yes, thank you for taking the initiative and getting that master plan underway. And it's going to be a really great body of knowledge we can launch from. Yeah, thank you so much. Good good. on you, Helen. Thank you. Nice talking to you this morning. Cheers. Very good to talk to you too. Thanks, John. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And we look forward to having you join us for the Coming up episodes, please, while you're travelling, travel to the road conditions, uh, travel safely and enjoy your journey through the heart of Australia on Australia's longest shortcut, the Outback Way. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story... We may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.